there everybody welcome to another episode of challenge the podcast all about mtv's the challenge as my chair hits my microphone and swings it away from me you're fired uh, sitting here's brian across the internet is sweet tea uh amanda has worked like 50 hours already this week and it's only wednesday so she is taking the night off she do not blame her um so it's just gonna be the two of us does she want to just hit the mic real quick and justify uh, picking Anissa over Nani in a final? Because me and Hill have talked extensively about this. Hill's not ready to chime in on the mic, but uh, oh. well, I, mean, I really want. The, I, I in the bedroom, I think in bed already. So, oh, so that's a no. All right, well. but uh, hey, my uh, I'll be able to justify a lot of stuff when we get into this week's uh, episode. <laughs> All right, Lisa's weird, but breast milk storage bags are really good for storing margaritas. Like an adult Capri Sun. Uh, yes, dude. You and Amanda have brought some of that shit over to our house before. I think it's a like a bit, yeah, man. yeah. It's like I know what I know what you mean. You kind of have to crush it a little bit before you drink it. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of those. Yeah, but I think she's talking about making your own. Just oh, storage bags, pouring it in. Okay. And, well, uh, yeah, we'll see. I have too many bad memories from those breast milk storage bags. I don't think I can put alcohol in those. Oh, I get PTSD when I see one. Poor Tim. Uh, hey, head over to challengedpod.com. Uh, I just I just renewed our web address for another two years. Oh fuck yeah! So we're gonna have it, even if uh, the show goes away. <laughs> so, I was gonna say, does this mean we have to do this another two years? I don't know. If so, get a refund. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, head over to challengedpod.com. Join the Facebook group. I literally just, uh, why did I get a chat message? Who's, who's, who's on what platform are people sending you messages? Skype, but it was the one I sent earlier. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. No, weird. Uh, Um, head over to challengepod.com. Uh, join the Facebook group. I added someone right before we started recording. So people are joining all the time. Yeah. Uh, I hear, I hear Facebook is ha- is happening, happening and happening. I, well, I haven't been on it today. George says we use those bags to sneak them into events because they don't go off the, at the, for the metal detectors. There you go. There you go. For those wondering, uh, you can join our Patreon and listen to the pre-show, which we were recording. And Tim was talking about his favorite uh, white people uh, <laughs> ethnic holidays in America, such as Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and all of the uh, Latino people in the chat room were like, "That's not. That's not a good. That's not. That's not a real holiday." But Tim's like, "I don't care. I want margaritas." <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. I I know that St. Patty's Day, Irish people don't typically celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I think it's actually a Scottish holiday, isn't it? Um, no. But it's like this is an excuse for Americans to get drunk. So fucking get drunk, enjoy. We don't need to make this a big ordeal about it, right? Just have fun. Who cares? Yeah. I can say that I have no ethnicity to me at all. <laughs> Tim's so. like as white as paper. So <laughs> I really am. Swedish. His ethnicity is ghost. <laughs> I'm a Swede. Swedish. We have no holidays. We have no food. We have nothing. 
Uh, besides that pre-show, Tim, what do people get when they join the Patreon? Okay, one buck a month. You can listen to pre-shows and after-shows for literally, literally years worth of content. So if you listen to us every week and you think, man, I wish I could listen to more, that's how you would do it. One buck a month will get you access to all that stuff. Two bucks a month, we say your name. So thank you to Abby, Allie, Alphonse, Alvin, Amanda, Anias, Andrew, Angela, April, Ashley, Belle, Bethany, Brian, Caitlin, Carlin, Caroline, Cass, Cassandra, Christian, Christopher, Danielle, Daz, Edward, Elise, Amelia, Ethan, George, Greg, Heidi, Hercules, Jamie, Jamie, Janelle, Jen, Katie, Kyla, Laura, Leanne, Lashari, Lily, Lizzie, LJ, Luke, Misty, Patty, Rolden, Ryan, Sarah, Sarah Lynn, Scott... Seth, Shakar, Shelby, Simon, Stephanie, Summer, Tara, Victoria, and Xavier. Yeah. Man, Thank you, everybody. That list grows every week. We, uh, we really appreciate all of you. It means a lot. Uh, I will say, because we're talking on the pre-show, if my employment changes, uh, we may have to change when the show comes out or whatever. Yeah. Um, if e- everybody that downloads the show, because we see the download numbers, if everybody joined the Patreon for $2, you could afford <laughs> to pay me to do the show 24-7. And Dude, I wouldn't have to go do this job. That See? is a that is a good way to sell it. Because, yes, we are we are on the verge of having to shake up our podcast by a lot. Uh, but Patreon support would help us not have to do that. So if you like the show in its current yeah. format and its current release schedule, uh, yeah, throw a few bucks. Yeah, $2 a month. It's uh twenty four dollars a year. You can you can let me stay home and work on challenge mm-hmm. all the time. I'll update news every day. I'll do a daily daily podcast, new challenge news. And some days it may just be nope, nothing going on today. <laughs> Thanks everybody, and just signing off. But hey, yep. you you'll get it. Yep, and twenty four so bucks a year. Our, uh, we'll see if our our Patreons shoot through the roof. <laughs> there you go. 24 bucks a year is only like four margaritas. There you go. If that's how we're figuring out currency. So, you know. So skip skip four margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Instead, skip for me to be a sit at home, do nothing, layabout, and uh, we can keep the show on the days we normally do the show when the show is in session. (laughs) Well, I don't want to advocate for skipping margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. Skip four other margaritas on other months or days of the year. There you go. But not on Cinco de Mayo. Not on Cinco Or lower yourself to drink super cheap margaritas. <laughs> that too. Save out of, up that way. Out of breast milk bags like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Everybody wins. Everybody, Everybody wins. wins. <laughs> That's right. Uh, George says he eats Chinese food on Cinco de Mayo. Oh man, he's just he's bucking all the culture trends, huh? Yeah. All right. I support you, great. I support you, George, only because you're Mexican. If you were American, I'd say celebrate Cinco de Mayo like a good American. <laughs> By getting drunk and treating your <laughs> your Mexican food staff like garbage. <laughs> That's right, the American way. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, should we get into this week's episode? Uh, well, I don't be- know. Have I offended enough cultures yet? Have I have I generated enough hate mail yet? 
Uh, I'm sure told, we'll get a review next next week. <laughs> I'm sure we will. I told the pre-show I am drunk. It's St. Patty's Day, so I am drunk, and I'm I'm still drinking, so I'm getting drunker. So I am not liable for anything I say. Your negative reviews will have no impact on me. No, but uh, negative review away. Next thing you know, you can be like, I was on Ambien. That's why I was racist. <laughs> that's right, Roseanne. That's what, that's what people say, right? Yeah. Hey, I, I got know. the right. It says right on the bottle, you take Ambien, you become racist. Yeah. You can't help the side effects. <laughs> I got the reference. It's obscure, Wolfie, but I got it. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, we've looked it up. I think there may only be three episodes left this season. Uh, so we're getting down, as Nelson would put it, to the needy-greedy. Yeah. Um, so Corey does our previous on, I don't know, it wasn't a very good one just them in flashing lights in the dark. And then it shows Corey throwing up again. So that was kind of funny. Loved it. Yep. Love that. Uh, the comes back. The cha- sorry to interrupt. The challenge community seems torn on the throwing up. Yeah. I see a lot of people hating on the throwing up. It is my favorite part of the season. I fucking love it. <laughs> Wolfie, where do you stand on the throwing up? I'm fine with it. Amanda wasn't a big fan of it. No, Amanda didn't like it. You're just okay. You don't love it. Yeah. You're only okay. All right. We've got the she whole spectrum like, represented she was, here. She was watching people eat ram testicles last week and then throwing up. So it wasn't <laughs> sitting too well with her. <laughs> but, it's good times. Yeah. Um, so Nani comes back to the house celebrating like she just won the final for some reason. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's like, yeah. Whatever, Nani. You guys are hating on Nani again, but that is not how I read that situation. She seemed relatively humble to me, more than most come into the house after winning an elimination. <laughs> Alexis says that was like high def throw up last episode, though. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. That's the whole point. Yes, that's what I liked. He wants to see all the chunks. Yeah. Slow yeah. motion, preferably. Now, apparently, uh, I have not looked at the actual post, but I've read somewhere that Gabby is saying she got a phone call that, you know, she had some family stuff going on and had to uh, go back home Mm. and wanted to uh, go, go and let Nani win a skull, which is why she let her win. Mm. Okay. Sure or not. Who knows? That's what she said. This would be the news that I would report every day. Like Gabby posted on Instagram, such and such. And you'd be like, that's amazing. I don't have to go search for these things. It really, it's hard to know the truth. Cause all these challengers are sort of trying to defend their uh, records and stuff. And this season has had just a ton of people leave for medical stuff, leave for family stuff, you know, be forced to quit like Lolo. Um, so who knows? I would believe anything. I, I'm not, I'm not disbelieving it, but, uh, I'm also taking it with a grain of salt and also not caring so much. So George has pointed out that Nani has a one elimination since rivals three. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's horrible. Uh, Brian says, I bet all the Anissa apologists started that Gabby rumor. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Uh, um, so Fessy goes in, tries to uh, butter up Anissa some more. Like, oh, I just want the best for you. I love you. I think uh, you're going to do great. Barf. And then, of course, it is a confessional. It's like, I want the best for her, just not with me. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. I hate Fessy. Every time he opens his mouth, I hate him just a little bit more. Yeah. And this is another instance of that. Just 
Yeah, if you're going to be a dick, just be a dick. Yeah, I would prefer just sort of a self-aware dick that is sort of like, I know she's going to be pissed, but I'll just let her be pissed and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, this sort of half dick, half not is worse to me. Oh, George also points out this was Nani's first solo elimination win. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah, because Nani's horrible. <laughs> Nisa at least wins eliminations. All right. So, Wolfie, I was thinking on this, right? And I, I may have devoted too much thought to this over the week, but I cannot get over how you and Amanda think that Nani and Anissa are about equal in a final situation. Yeah. So let, let me pose to you a hypothetical, which I know can never exist, but bear with me. Sure. Nani and CT versus Anissa and CT. So we're eliminating like the, the, because you guys were, were sort of talking about like, oh, it depends on who the partner is and who the games are and whatever. So let's give them the same exact partner, CT, who is generally well-rounded, maybe not the best endurance-wise, fairly good at puzzles, but maybe not the best. So just sort of a generally good partner. If it was a final of Anissa and CT versus Nani and CT, who would you put money on to win? Well, if it was a swimming challenge, as it uh, was this week, uh, I would put it on Anissa because Nani shit the bed, like always. But the final is not a swimming challenge. It is like oh, a 10-mile ten, ten course with a with a small swimming element to it. I would still say Anissa. Okay, you're insane. You're insane. Uh, you're an insane person then. Okay. Yeah. I just want to clarify because I am, this is going to come to money, Wolfie. I, when, when it gets to the final, I'm going to put up money and I'm going to force you to. I'm going to guilt you into it. Seth, you're going to help me. And uh, that's how that's going to work out. I think we're going to turn this into a uh, $50 donation to the other person's charity choice. I think that's how it's going to go down. All right. No pet charities. No, that's definitely what it's going to be. <laughs> Damn it. It's going to okay. be my choice. So we'll All get right. there. All we right. still got All some right. episodes left. We do. Okay. Uh, Anissa doesn't 100% buy this shit from Fessy. She's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like... When I was with you, suddenly I couldn't really do anything right. But now all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're going to be great. I wish the best for you. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's the worst. And I, I do think Anissa sees through this. Um, but I don't think Anissa cares. I don't think Anissa was like leaning on Fessy for emotional support and stuff. She was just like, oh. thought he was a good partner physically. So she doesn't seem too bent out of shape by this. Yeah. Uh, Kyle kind of commiserates with Anissa that they're partners now. Like they're talking. He's like, we're fucked. Like people are going to try to throw us in. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, see, Abby agrees with me. How many times does Anissa need to win before everybody stops being surprised? No, Abby. Listen, Anissa is, Anissa is fine in daily challenges. She's fine in eliminations, maybe even better than average in both of those in a final. No way. It is a whole different ball game in a final. It is a final is all endurance. And I know there's little checkpoints and stuff, whatever it is. It is 80% endurance. And Anissa doesn't have that. That's the, that's my problem with Anissa. I mean, you got big people who do really well, who gas out like Bessie did last season. Yeah. The super muscular people have a really hard time. Yep. Yeah. I'm not sure I put money on Fessy either. Yeah. I'm just saying the guy that everybody wants to be partners with. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the final with them. Yeah. Um, so they're talking, Kyle's apologizing for all the shit talking that he was doing about her beforehand. She's just kind of laughing about it. Yeah. like, whatever it is what it is. 
Yep. Uh, Big T's listening in the doorway. Ooh, <laughs> what kind of juicy gossip we're going to get? But then nothing really happened after that. No, nothing happened because I think Kyle is Kyle is very self-aware. He's very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Um. So I think he's handling like the social aspect of this perfectly, and I think Anissa seems receptive to the way he's handling this socially. Anissa knows she's not the best choice. Kyle knows that Anissa doesn't exactly love being with Kyle either. So they're like, they're kind of okay with each other. Yeah. Which is a good place to be. I think. Yeah. Uh, Darrell and Leroy are kind of talking. They're like, Hey, coming up to the end, we've got to start getting down to the, uh, down to the wire. We've got to figure out what we're going to do. Um, and Darrell's talking like he really wants to win the challenge. So that way, he doesn't have to go in. Mm-hmm. He can uh, sort of. Uh... Sorry, I'm reading the chat room. Seth says, can you explain to me why everyone thinks Fessy is so much better than Kyle? Kyle smoked Fessy literally last season and has done well. Partnered with multiple people this season. While Fessy has mostly won when other people handed him the win. What gives? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think Kyle is sort of a goofball. And Fessy takes himself very seriously. And so people in the house sort of see that. But people at home, I'm an, I'm not impressed by Fessy. I'm I'm truly not. Um, no. I don't know who I'd put money on. I would put them as a coin flip, not Nani and Anissa. But I would put Kyle and Fessy as sort of a coin flip, depending on the challenge. Um, <laughs> You're crazy. How, <laughs> Mike, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> why? Because you're, you're coin flipping Kyle and Fessy, but yes. Nani and Anissa, that's preposterous that yes. they would be anywhere close to each other. You nailed it. Yep, you're exactly right. I know you're saying you're that ridiculous. facetiously, but what you just said is true. You're yes. ridiculous. All right, well. We will see. Uh, so Darrell's talking. He wants to win the challenge so he can kind of decide what's going on. Uh, Corey walks in. He wants the house vote. Um, he really wants to go in. So he's trying to, he's trying already before the challenges even started. Mm-hmm. Trying to rally for the house vote. Yep. Thinks this might be one of his last chances. Yep. And uh, I think it's Leroy says, like, dude, it's just, it's too early. Like, we don't know. We don't have enough information. We cannot promise you the house vote right now. Yeah. Um, which is true. But Corey looks defeated. Corey seems, Corey's desperate now. Corey's just pleading and begging yeah. and doing whatever he can. I got he's kids. Desperate. Yep. Leroy is saying no. And Corey is just like, you know, hanging his head like a Charlie Brown character, like, oh. Walking down the street, kicking a can, all sad, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Cam thinks that uh, Kyle and Anissa is going to be voted in because they seem like the likeliest uh, people's gold skulls to go up against. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely doesn't want them to win this challenge. Yep. Yeah, I think most people would uh, would challenge Kyle and Anissa in terms of men and women yeah. for the skull. So them yeah, being partners. There's no, more, there's no more Joshes around. No more idiot goofballs. Yeah. Okay, do nothing. Uh, gold skull people who you know won his first elimination ever and was like running around like he had just won the final. He just won a million dollars. Yep. So. And by the way, I'm not sure I've complained about this on the show. Josh calling it an elim bothers the shit out of me. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it when people shorten words. 
I don't like that. I hate when people say words wrong and incorrectly on purpose. Like, give me an example. Um, I was at Subway once, and this uh, guy who, I don't know, looked kind of rednecky, um, came in and asked for jalapenos on his sub. Oh. Uh, was obviously saying it wrong on purpose. Yeah. And I wanted to punch him in the face. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Like, it's a and joke. It, Give me some yeah. jalapenos. And Amanda said it that way the other day, and there was almost... A domestic <laughs> serve at the, at the house. I told her, don't ever say it that way again. I don't want to have to punch her in the face. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't punch she, your wife in the face. Well, then she laughed because we all know how it would really turn out. I would just wake up with teeth in my hand and I'd be like, what the fuck happened? So. Yeah, I hate that too. Um, let's see. So Corey and Anissa sit down on the weird round couch they have. And, uh, you know, they're saying how they're, they're friends. They got each other's back and stuff. But he straight up tells her, like, look, if I get a choice, I got to go up against Kyle. Like, that's my, that's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says she understands. Yeah, I do like how honest they seem to be being with everybody. Like Everybody at this point, there's 12 people left. And they all seem pretty friendly with each other. There's no like crazy rivalries. So there's like sort of all the information is sort of out in the open. Um, yeah. And I kind of I'm, I'm really liking this episode. We see it later with Darrell and uh, uh, Leroy. Um, and I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. Amanda was commenting on how good of a guy that makes Corey like just be like, hey, I love you. You know, I got your back. But I mean, if, if I have if I have to go against someone, it's going to have to be against your partner. Yep. It has nothing to do with you. It's just the way it, way it is, unfortunately. Yep. That's true of Corey. That's true of everybody that did that this episode. Leroy, mm-hmm. um, yep. Darrell, everybody that just sort of like flat out, like, here's how it's going to be. Like, I get it, but here's what's going to happen next. Um, yep. I think that's, I mean, that's the way to play this game. Yeah. Brian says Darrell and Lee were just on Instagram Live earlier yep. together. So Good. Good. Rivalries like this, it's a game. It's a fucking game. And I think everybody should understand why they're making game moves. Um, so they shouldn't hold grudges and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Do you remember that one time you asked me if I would, uh, if I would, because they used to have underground fights down here in Peoria? Mm-hmm. That if, if me and you should go in and, and like, box or whatever against yeah, each other? That would have been fun, yeah. No, that would not have been fun. <laughs> what makes you bring that up? You don't think we would have been friends afterwards? I don't know. I just don't like being punched in the face. <laughs> so I feel like afterwards, I just would have been like, dude, fucking punch me in the face. Fuck that guy. Really? I think I could get over that in like no time at all. It's like if you, whoever the winner is, it doesn't matter who wins, has to buy the loser a beer. And then it's like, oh, we're good. It's all, it's all fine. <laughs> it's no problem. No, because see, I, I'm already picturing how this would go down. So if you won and then you bought me a beer, you'd be like, here you go, Wolford. Here's your loser beer. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Do you want me to buy you another loser beer? Like, that's how it would go down all night, <laughs> especially back then. <laughs> all right. You might be right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, fucking fight night downtown. It's such yeah. a weird thing to think about now. 
I know in the age of COVID. Yeah. It's so weird to see like so many things from even like two years ago. It's just like, holy shit. You used to be able to go to like a basketball game and like sit next to people. It's so weird. Well, even outside of COVID, I'm just thinking like now that we're, you know, ancient in our forties, like, like, Hey, they're having, they're having boxing matches downtown. Do you want to go down to the boxing matches? Like, no, who the fuck would do that? Especially where they fucking had it. Like in this weird alley bar. Yeah. Downtown in Peoria. It was a fucked up bar. Uh, I would go watch them even today. I would go watch them right now if they had them. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I think you got the idea because our friend Dave, him and his roommate boxed each other or something. And you were like fixated on this idea. Like, could I box somebody that's my friend and then not get mad at me about it? Yeah. Well, and and I was kind of obsessed. I wanted to box Mullins. Um, But he would have beat the fucking shit out of me. It like wouldn't have been close. It would have been really super embarrassing. So I was thinking, like, who could I pretend? Like, who would be a like (laughs) who's a a fat piece of shit that I could beat up? (laughs) No, it's like who would be a coin flip? As we're talking about coin flips, Uh, me me versus you, Wolfie's a coin flip. I'm okay admitting that. Uh, It really just depends who lucks out on like a lucky sucker punch. You know, (laughs) me and you would be pretty even. Uh, And so yeah, I thought you'd be a good bet. Well, I mean, start of the training montage, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> right. Yeah, instead of protein shakes, we're drinking milkshakes. Uh, yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. Who can have a heart attack first? <laughs> uh, so after talking about this, Anissa goes to Kyle and tells him, hey, Corey wants to go against you. Mm. Kyle's kind of pissed about it. He's just like, whatever. Fucking pussy, fucking bitch, blah, 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 all this shit. Yeah, we'll go against each other. And if he wins, I'm going to hurt him. I'm just like, Jesus, dude, calm down. <laughs> this was a little intense for Kyle. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen it because he would totally backpedal on this as soon as, as, soon as it happened. <laughs> uh, so, challenge activated. Green light starts flashing. Yep. And again, nobody fucking moves a muscle. This is great. This is my new favorite part of the show. Like, burr, 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 all these flashing lights and all these challenge motherfuckers just sitting in bed like, oh, what's going on, guys? Oh, let me uh, take my time getting out of bed here. Uh, can somebody make me a sandwich to eat on the way? It's like I'm nothing's guessing, happening. I'm guessing they have like a half hour notice <laughs> or something. I'm sure. It's great. I love it. Um, so this mission is Mission Undercover. Is that really what it was called? Eh, whatever. Um, so you and your partner are going to dive into this cold water and you're going to be swimming between two tectonic plates. Yes. This seems to fascinate everybody. <laughs> yeah. All it is, is it's kind of, it's just kind of a little valley in the, in the water. Yeah. Big. Uh, valley. Gonna, Let's call it a big valley. Okay. Uh, well, it was pretty tight quarters is what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like, you know, just diving into the middle of the ocean it seemed deep though. Uh, it did seem deep um so there's gonna be like a line uh you're gonna follow you're gonna grab the line you're gonna follow it to the end there's some rings set up there you're gonna grab your rings follow your line back and then uh if if you come up for air any at any point between uh when you go under and when you come back then you're automatically disqualified and they give you the they give them like one of those little uh, tank breathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a full like scuba scuba tank or anything, but it's just like a little bottle with a little mouthpiece on it, so you can breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get back, 
You have take your rings up, decode them for the uh, puzzle at the decoding station. And then whoever gets it first is the double agents. Yep. Um, so I'm going to piss off scuba divers right now. Yeah. This um, challenge reminds me how much I think like a scuba diving certification is like complete bullshit. Cause really how hard could it be? You know, you just shove a fucking thing in your mouth and you breathe through it. I'm sure it's not super comfortable. I'm sure there's like a learning curve, but to get like a whole certification for scuba diving, I don't know. I don't know if I buy this whole thing because here these, the, these dip dipshit challenge people just doing it right away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like some of them, uh, I've I've thought this for a long time. The scuba diving certification is stupid. They they won't like let anybody strap some tanks to their back and go underwater. You have to like take all these like hundreds of hours worth of courses for this. I feel like I feel like you know forty five minutes of showing them how to do it is enough. Well, I think uh, the scuba diving certification is for deep water diving. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to know stuff about going further down. What do you need to know? What is there to know? How your tanks work, what to do in case uh, like one of your tanks starts malfunctioning. Um, Go up. Uh, you can't come up too fast because of uh, decompression, depending on how far down you are. The bends. Yeah, Seth said the bends. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not saying there's nothing to learn. I'm saying you could learn it in less than an hour. I don't know. I've never taken it. I've never scuba dove. Don't even like snorkeling. So. Yeah, I, sn- I snorkeled one time in high school. Yeah. Uh, not impressed. I would have rather been on the beach with a margarita. So I don't care. Is that, is that what they call sex during your time? Snorkeling? <laughs> yeah, I've snor- uh, I snorkeled in high school. <laughs> if that's what we're calling it. I've snorkeled more than once. Uh, scuba certification is for all diving. Deep water is an advanced certification. Okay, right. well, there you go. So here's Carlin the chat knows. room. Here's the chat room telling me I'm wrong for dismissing scuba. I'm not impressed when people say they're scuba certified. I'm just like, okay. Good for you. My friend Scott was a scuba instructor, so I could invite him on. He could tell you all, everything you need to know. I would really like to know. I would like to. Yeah. I, I mean, I really am interested. Not enough to like research it or Google it. But if somebody will just tell me, like sum it up in like two minutes, why I should be impressed by scuba <laughs> certification. I will listen, you know. Sure. I won't promise to be impressed, but I'll listen to him. Why not? Um. So, since Leroy and Casey are the uh, winners of last episode, they get to make the order. So we haven't seen this. They may have done it, but they haven't. We haven't seen this on the show in a while. Um, they decide to make Kyle and Anissa go first. Like, let's get the uh, the bad people out of the way, mm-hmm. make them suffer so they are horrible, and then we can vote them in or whatever later. Uh, Carlos says there's a lot with how to navigate, how to work the tanks and other gear, how to calculate how long you can stay down based on how much air you have and how quickly you will burn through it. Mm-hmm. See, Tim? Yeah, no, I, I think that's all true. I think you could learn that in less than an hour. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't think it's a big deal to learn that. But I think maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe it's you have to learn it by doing it. And that takes longer than just, uh, 45 minutes. All right. So like, uh, like an afternoon. Eh, maybe. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ramping up guys. I'm ramping up. 
Seth says, long story short. All right, everyone's ganging up on me. That's fine. Let's do this. If you don't know what you're doing, you can end up with actual bubbles in your bloodstream, brain, and heart. They can kill you or cause permanent brain damage. And being able to manage that takes skill and turn to learn. I think that's time to learn, but turn to learn is a fun phrase. (laughs) You know, the the typo makes me dismiss the whole comment. So sorry, Seth. Try again. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Uh, So Kyle and Anissa go first. They do. How did you think they were going to do? Well, first, first of all, I need to say placing somebody first in the order is obviously a big disadvantage. If everyone is watching the competition in this case, it is a blind competition. You don't know how everybody else is doing. Therefore placing, putting somebody first has, has no real impact. I really don't think it matters at all that they were first. Um, and so Kylan and Issa, I thought they would actually do pretty well. Um, they're both fairly good at puzzles. The swim was relatively short and it wasn't really even a free swim. It was pulling on a cable and getting the things. So this is one that came down a lot to the puzzle. Um, yeah, I gave them, I, I would have given them pretty good odds running into this actually. Yeah. Seth agrees, but he says they didn't know that. So it showed their hand. Yep. I agree with that too. Yeah. It showed Leroy was not uh, super loyal to uh, Kyle. Yep. And Anissa. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they do it. They finish their puzzle. I was watching this. I thought this actually looked kind of fun. Like I bet I could do this. It would be fun. Yeah. But yeah, you're, but you're, I would, I would never know until I got into the situation, of course, but yeah, I mean, it seemed like they were, they walked downstairs, swam underwater for like four feet, grabbed a cable, pulled themselves for, I mean, how long did that pull look? hundred feet? Maybe not super yeah. long. Not super long. Um, Everybody said it was beautiful down there, though. Yeah, Darrell said, like, look down. Whoops, don't look down. (laughs) Keep keep going. (laughs) Yeah, it looked gorgeous. I mean, the scenes that we saw looked gorgeous. And I'm sure that when you're down there, it's really fucking scary to look down and and see how far down it goes. It just just goes off into uh, so far down that eventually you just can't see the bottom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't have watched Jaws before I came. (laughs) Right. Uh, so Corey and big T go next. Um, and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know about this with big T, but then I remembered, Oh shit. She was on the swim team in high school. Mm-hmm. Forgot that when she killed it during the swimming competition, I'm like, yeah. Oh, well they got, they got this then. So they get in big T like shoots out, like starts swimming. And then we see Corey put his head under the water and come right back up. <laughs> yeah. Cause, Cause apparently somebody tried to like horse play at a pool when he was younger. Someone tried to, to dunk him and he uh is now afraid of diving too far into water yeah this this was terrible <laughs> yeah we've never heard cory talk about this um no. i believe him because i have a massive crush on on cory so i think that this happened and i can see how this like starting from a young age i can see how this would impact your feelings towards water probably um this never happened to me so i don't have these feelings towards water that cory does but yeah. um yeah he did not he did not perform well and big t fucking crushed it yeah. Um, I just think it's funny because beforehand they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to kill this. We're going to get into, you know, blah, blah, blah. And literally he just like puts, I don't even know if his helmet went all the way underwater. <laughs> and he's just like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, says in Corey's own words, someone tried to murder him. Yeah. I imagine that's how it would have felt, really. I mean, if you're like in a dangerous situation, I mean, we don't know how this 
I'm yeah. gonna I'll defend Corey to the death. We don't know how the situation was. Like, I mean, this could have been really scary. On the other hand, he should probably pull a Leroy and and train for water stuff. But um, right. you know, Abby brings up uh, she wants to swim in the clear water. It looks really cool. And according to TJ, at the end of this competition, this is the clearest water in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Swanee Corey always dies. Yeah, sad. <laughs> Uh, Darrell and Amber up next. Um, so they get going and it seems like they're going pretty good. And then Amber says she starts having problems with her, uh, her breathing, breathing tank kind of freaks out and then goes up. So DQ, this was one even scared me. She looked like a dead body floating up, man. That was weird. Um, and she starts coughing and then it says like medical, Medical interference or whatever, whatever the fuck it was labeled. Intervention. Intervention. I don't know. So, either way, DQ'd. Darrell does not seem happy. He thinks maybe mm-hmm. she, uh, she's not being as good of a partner as he thought she had been this whole time. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel I'll like it was just kind of out, kind of out of nowhere for Darrell. It seemed like they were going pretty good, and then all of a sudden he's like. What? You almost choked on water? Fuck it. She's a horrible partner. <laughs> you know, I thought the same thing. Like, Amber's been a really good partner. Darrell had the chance to switch. Um, this is a moment of weakness for Amber, but I don't know if it, like, taints the whole thing for her. Yeah. I don't know. Darrell, give her give her a second chance. Poor girl. Yeah. So it says, if someone told Corey there was a hot blonde mermaid down there, I guarantee he's down there all day. <laughs> Probably true. Uh, Jacqueline brings up on bloodlines, the daily where they had to dive down and go in the boxes under the water. So many people DQ'd because they freaked out. I remember that one. That one kind of freaked me out. Yes. I would have freaked the fuck out on this one too. Yeah. The bloodlines one was way scarier than this one. Cause part of me is just like, it would be a mental block. Like I'm, what if I get down there and there's no air bubble in the, mm-hmm. in the aquarium or whatever the boxes. Yeah. Those boxes. Like I would just, mm-hmm. I would just. I'm not hugely claustrophobic, at least I don't think so, but this is a weird thing where you just, you're underwater and you're in this tiny, tiny little glass box to breathe air. Yeah. It would kind of freak me out. And bloodlines too was, was also like free swimming. There was no, you didn't have the air thing on your mouth. You didn't have the line to pull yourself. You just swam like bloodlines is way scarier, way scarier than this one. I agree completely. Um, Let's see. Where are we at? Uh, Fessy and Nani go. Uh, Same thing. They're like, yeah, we're going to kill you. This could be great. They get in the water, and then Fessy immediately just kicks Nani right in the face as he's going under. (laughs) Yeah. And then she is basically knocked out and tries to go under, can't do it, has to go back up, DQ'd. Yeah. And Fessy, he doesn't say it. But he had a real shit attitude about this. Like, how about an apology to Nani for kicking her? It seemed like he was sort of blaming her for not doing so well. Yeah. When it was, I, I do think it was his fault that she she fucked it up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, CT and Cam go. They uh, fucking murder it. Um, they do really good. Grab all the rings, get back up, solve the puzzle. Um, but the problem is, is CT talks about this. Maybe their two personalities are not meshing too well in this whole situation mm-hmm. when they both think they're really good at puzzles and no one wants to step back and let the other one kind of lead starts causing problems. Yep. 
Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yep. They do eventually get it, though. They do, but I, I, I do think they were butting heads through this, and I do think no. they would have been better if, if either one of them just stepped back and let one of them solve it. Yeah. Uh, having two was was hard, and they're both kind of alpha people. I don't think either wanted to step off. Um, so, yeah, kind of fucked it up. Yep. Uh, Leroy and Casey go, and, man, I will say, since we had sort of talked about it before, I was worried for Leroy because we have known in the past he's not not good at swimmer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really like water challenges. Dude fucking destroyed it. This yep. this challenge did amazing. Mm-hmm. Him and Casey did the swimming really good, grabbed the rings, got back, solved the puzzle. Man. Yep. It's just it's just th- since it's his last season, just thinking back to all the the water challenges, especially that one where he fell and was just like floating in the water like dead for five minutes <laughs> yeah that was that was scary yeah uh it's just really good to see him do so well in something like this he's obviously been working on it mm-hmm. and i think having casey as a partner uh, motivated them just i just don't want to disappoint her so i have to do really well yep. so he did a really good job yep they're good partners they said afterwards leroy said like uh you know i want to run this final with casey i do not want to run this final with cam uh, yeah. Which kind of shows respect. He wants to win, and um, he thinks his best shot to win is to stick with Casey, and and yeah, knock this thing out of the park. Yeah, yeah. they killed. They they did well. Uh, so TJ letting everybody know how everybody did. Starts talking about how how happy he was with Leroy and Casey and CT and Cam. Everybody overcoming their fears. The two teams did really good, but today's winner. Kyle and Anissa, mm-hmm. boom, boom, killed it right out of the gate. Yep. Were you surprised, Wolfie? Um, I was only because I think the editing led led us to be that way. Like, that's kind of the problem with these challenges. We just don't get a good sense of how long people are taking, especially doing puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you just never know. Right. So, and since they were first out, it's just kind of like, well, I mean, maybe, maybe they did good. Maybe they did not nearly as good as the other two teams. I don't know. Yeah. But it was good. Um, I was happy. Yep. I was too. Elise makes a good point. She wants um, Leroy and Casey to split up because neither of them seem very good at puzzles or math. Um, I think I agree with that. I th- neither of them is great at puzzles. I don't know who could fill in the gaps better than who they have, though. And they would crush the sort of in-between so hard that maybe they could overcome the the puzzles and math. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, no. just to see how the rest call. of the season plays out. Yeah, it'd be a very tough call. Uh, so everybody's kind of disappointed that uh, Kyle and Anissa won because that was their, I think their big plan was just to throw them in and then figure the rest out later. Yep. Uh, Fessy's feeling nervous. I think he's a little disappointed that he, uh, he's with Nani now (laughs) as much as, uh, as much as he keeps talking up like, Oh no, like it's Nani's better again. Like I've pointed out, she's not. Nani is better, Uh, far better, but there's, Uh, there's probably still better. Lisa won today. (laughs) His old partner won today. Fessy (laughs) kicked his partner in the face. So. (laughs) Um, all right so all right fessy's feeling a little uh buyer's remorse i think even though he's not the one who picked as the new partner but 
Yep. He just maybe is not as happy with Nani as he thought he was going to be. Yep. And uh, speaking of buyer's remorse, our, our boy CT, friend of the show CT, um, yeah. is also feeling a little buyer's remorse going with Cam over Big T. Yeah. Doesn't, uh, doesn't know if he made the good choice. He points yeah. out that they were both trying to do the puzzle, but if he had Big T, that he just probably would have smoked right through that puzzle and not, it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, I think Big T is um, a little less alpha than Cam. I think uh, I, that's that's a bad way to phrase it. Let's phrase it in a positive way. I think C, I think Big T is more confident in herself to be able to realize like CT is better at puzzles than me. I will step back and let CT handle this um, mm. and do things that I'm good at. And CT, or I'm sorry, Big T, as we saw, crushed this the swimming portion of this. So all she would need to do is get the rings back to the platform, and she would have done that, you know, very well. Yeah. So, so, so says Nani wishing she could have Kyle back one week later is the most Nani move of all time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> agree. Very, very true. Nani is, yeah. This is this is who Nani is. You know, she's just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, just very wishy-washy with this shit, yeah. you know, just very, yeah. just very um, non-committal uh, to this stuff. And so she committed to Fessy. Wrong move. Fessy's not so great. Yeah. Um, so Kyle asked Corey who he wants um, because I think it's a given that Corey will be in the elimination. He's like, well, if you go in, who do you want? And Corey starts like, um, well, and then Kyle's like, but it doesn't matter. I would never get you, give you what you want. <laughs> starts like joking with him and stuff. I loved this. And Kyle, yeah, it's like doing that weird move that people do, like squirming their body and going up and down with their arms and stuff. Like, you can't have this in elimination. And um like I don't know. This is just the, like the self-aware goofy Kyle that I really love. You know, he knew that Corey wanted to go against him and now Corey can't, so he's gonna go rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> uh Big T talks with Corey though that she doesn't want to be the house vote. She thinks some they should vote someone else in and then let um, Anissa and Kyle put them in. Mm-hmm. If they do, if they're willing to do that. Yeah, if they're willing to do that. Uh, Kyle tells CT that he is safe, but Leroy might be in trouble. He's really pissed at Leroy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this cuts to Cam and Leroy talking, and she says that Kyle and Anissa is pissed that they went first. Um, yeah. And that she feels like Corey could be asking for Leroy. We don't know. Um, these kind of start going over their alliance then. Like, okay, well, when it comes down to voting, what do we do? And then after he sort of checks off everything, he's like, well, the only real way I can go is with Darrell and Amber. Yeah. Like the only team I can vote for, not, you know, kind of double cross everybody or whatever, but. He makes it. He makes it very known. Again, he's like, "This is my last season, so if I got to fuck people over, I'm gonna have to fuck people over. I'm not gonna feel bad about it." Yeah, he says that, but I do think he feels a little bad, and Probably. I do think he's he's sort of justifying what he has to do here. Um, but he's right. Like, the, this is the best move. This is the only move he's really got. This is um, this is what he sort of has to do. Yeah. Um, so during the, their little igloo night, uh, CT's trying to get Anissa to tell him who to vote for. She's very non-committal, just like, I don't know, who are you going to vote for? Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle and Leroy have a little talk. 
Leroy doesn't totally trust Kyle because that's kind of the game that Kyle plays where he <laughs> sort of will commit to something, but will completely go back on it at any point. Yep. Um, he tell Leroy tells Kyle he can help him more than Durrell can help him at a later point. Sure. Mm, okay. Um, Fessy tells Nani that he wants to go to a final with her, but <laughs> cut to Nani's confessional. Eh, maybe I shouldn't have picked Fessy. Yeah. She blames on the chemistry that the team has, which I think yeah. she's got a point here that they just, there's teams that work really well together. Uh, Kyle and cam, for example, worked well because cam was the alpha. She sort of told Kyle what to do and Kyle just sort of executed it. Yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, there's teams that work well and then there's teams that don't. And Fessy is a big, just sort of blob of shit. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah. He's not like a dynamic or interesting or like anything. And, uh, you know, not, not, sort of needs somebody that's going to pump her up and compliment her and tell her nice things. Fessy's yeah. not going to do any of this stuff. And Kyle was actually really good at it. Um, this is kind of jumping ahead, but Nani and CT have a chat later. Um, and she thinks that maybe Fessy like needs his ego stroked about how good he is. Totally. And and that's why they just don't work well together. Yeah. But what she left out is that she also needs that. She needs somebody yeah. to sort of lift yeah. her up and prop her up and tell her nice things. Fessy's not going to do that. Neither of them are going to do that for each other. Agreed. Uh, let's see. Leroy and Durrell are talking. And they're just, Leroy's basically just saying, like, you should just be prepared. Mm-hmm. That you might be going in. And Durrell said he's always prepared. Yep. Don't trust nobody. But he doesn't understand why he's going in when Corey should be the house vote since Corey doesn't have a cold skull. Mm-hmm. And I really liked this conversation because I think this was this was Leroy saying, if I have to vote for you, I'm going to vote for you. And Darrell was saying, like, I get it. If you have to vote for me, I get that. But I'm going to take your partner. If I, oh, that, it, it, if you throw yep. me in and win, I'm going to take your partner. Yeah, I think that was actually coming up. But it oh, wasn't. Okay. It's the same situation. I mean, they're just chatting and. Leroy says he's going to have to vote the way he's going to have to vote, and Darrell uh, thinks he wants a new partner. He doesn't think Amber's head's still in the game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep, and we've seen Darrell. Darrell yeah. won his gold skull and kept Amber when he could have yeah. taken somebody else. Mm. And I feel like that was because he was staying loyal to the to his alliances, to guys like Leroy. But if Leroy throws him in, that alliance is kind of done, and he can take whoever he wants. So he's, you know, he's going to take Casey. Yeah, uh, over Amber, and I, I don't blame him for that. Yeah, maybe that is when uh, they were talking about that. It was during the night out. Um, but yeah, so basically, Darrell says that yeah, if, if I end up winning, and you yeah, I'm just gonna pick who I want that because he told Leroy at one point he would never take his partner, but since it's like, well, now people are voting for each other. Well, mm-hmm. I guess all that shit's out the window, and if I win. I'm going to do what's best for me rather than rather than worrying about people's feelings and stuff. Yep. That's, and that's, that's what all these alliances are, right? It's like, it's sort of, we will hang together for as long as we can. And then whoever throws the first punch, uh, all bets are off. And so I think Darrell is doing the right thing. He's saying like, if you throw me in, I get it. Like no hard feelings. I get it, but I'm taking your partner. And I think Leroy yeah. even says like, I get that. Like, <laughs> You know, yep. it's a, it, that's a fair move. So all you can sort of do is make your best move and cross your fingers and hope it all works out. Yeah. 
basically, we go into deliberation. Corey says he wants to be the House vote. Apparently, a big T has come around on this after kind of having some time to think about it. Um, Darrell speaks up and he says, uh, hey, my name's been thrown around, but if I get put in, I'm going to fight. So I don't care who I end up going against. Just it's going to be what it's going to be. CT feels he's pretty safe since he's teamed up with Cam, so he's not really too worried about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People vote. And then uh, Kyle and Anissa go in to check out who the compromise agents are. And then kind of Kyle starts teasing her about like, so is this when you and Fessy sitting here decided to blindside me? (laughs) And they're kind of joking back and forth. And she keeps going, but you got a skull. So you did you a favor. And they just keep going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. It's funny. And this, by the way, this this deliberation is probably the one I've enjoyed most of the season. I hate these deliberations. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting that Corey, I think leaving the deliberation, Corey thought he was going to be the house vote. Yeah, he seemed pretty confident, and that's not the way it worked out. I really feel like yeah. this is the this is the first time the house vote has not been who we, or speaking for myself, who I thought it was going to be. Yeah, seemed obvious, but I did see other people's point of view that um, if if Corey was the house vote, then that's going to force uh, Anissa and Kyle to pick one of them to go in. Mm-hmm. So. I think Leroy was looking for more like, well, we should decide amongst ourselves who's going to be the house vote, who has a skull already. So that way we don't get blindsided at the uh, elimination. Even though personally, look, my thought process was if people were being smart, the uh, and it wasn't going to happen because CT's teamed up with Cam, but they should have thrown CT and Cam in, and then they also should have thrown in Fessy and Nani. Yeah. Um, get two big teams in there. One of them goes home one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, there's too many alliances for that to happen. So. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about that. Are we Are we into the uh, Are we into the part where Kyle well, and Anissa are talking? Uh, they were talking about uh, joking back and forth about being blindsided. Um, and then compromise agents are Darrell and Amber. Mm-hmm. Um, and they start brainstorming what to do. And they're throwing out some ideas. And Anissa seems like at least willing to think about some some options. Yeah. She seems receptive. But we've we've seen Kyle throw out with Cam throw out big names when they have power like let's let's see a powerhouse elimination let's fucking do this this is a game let's play the game um anisa seems willing to listen more than cam cam just sort of immediately shut it down anisa shut it down a a few minutes later but uh uh i'd like kyle he's sort of playing the devon role here just sort of agent of chaos just sort of like fucking throw in whoever two gold skulls lock Corey out who cares let's go let's see it let's go Corey doesn't have a skull. That's his problem. Yep. Let's throw, let's throw some big teams in. See what happens when they when whoever wins comes back out. Yep. Because I mean, at this point, Kyle and Issa, I would I wouldn't say are like safe. Mm-hmm. Next, the next episode, they're still going to be on the chopping block. More yep. likely, if they don't win, we that team will be picked no matter what. So I mean, why not make a big move? You're you're being targeted no matter what. Yep. Should have just made a big move. 
We'll get there, yep. but they don't. <laughs> yeah, they decide uh, not to. But I will say too, and I love Kyle, but Kyle annoyed me with this. He said something like, who doesn't want to see CT versus Darrell? Well, Kyle, if you want to see that, go to season 29, the first season of yeah. Challenge, by the way, uh, Invasion of the Champions. You get to see that elimination, actually. Uh, you can see how that plays out. Uh, so that says, I feel like Kyle makes a good point. You put two gold skulls against each other, guarantee someone strong going on. Yeah. Yep. Kyle makes the next like point. Yeah. Yep. And I will also throw this in. This, this seemed like it was probably going to be a men's day. Uh, the way that these have been working out is whoever's day they think it is. They let that gender of partner sort of make the call. I really yeah. feel like Anissa should have let Kyle kind of do whatever he wants to do here. Yeah. Which we'll get into it. I thought for sure it was a women's day when we showed up at the crater, but did you, um, Let's see. Next I have, oh, workout montage. Everybody loves a montage. Yeah. And then el- elimination activated. Yeah, so when we get there, and I'm like, this is the one that Wes and Devin did. Yep. So, did we see a girl's version of this? Um, They said this is the third iteration. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I don't so, remember the girls one. I don't either. Wes and Devin did it. Uh, Chat room, chime in. I don't recall. Yeah. I don't remember. Like something's making me think they did it. Like you said, TJ said it was the third iteration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So he said he, uh, for the third one, he's made it bigger. Was it twice as big? Casey and Teresa. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Seth says, I thought Kyle should have tried to get the big brother lines to turn on each other. I would have been like, it's going to be one of you. Decide amongst yourselves and watch them tear each other apart. Yeah. Yep. Everybody, everybody in the chat room, Casey and Teresa. <laughs> yep. yep. Everyone's informing us. We're Thank done. you, chat room. Thank you, chat room. Uh, so it's Operation Snapping Resist or Operation Snapping Point, double sized, and it's triple the resistance. Uh, so but first, TJ says that, but he's full of shit, right? Based on how this thing plays out, it didn't seem like it was twice as. Double sized and the resistance didn't seem that good, but I think people are equating that. I mean, we'll get there. Kyle picks Corey, Nisa picks Corey. Corey goes in. It's men's elimination surprise. Um, I think Corey was just so fast they didn't even get to the resistance part of it. <laughs> but yeah, but it seemed. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like Darrell was relatively close-ish to the thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I mean, yeah. I don't. I wasn't there, so it's hard to sort of just like determine how these things work when you're just sort of watching yeah. it on TV. But based on how fast Corey just fucking destroyed this thing, yeah. um, it looked like that, that rope should have been a little shorter, made yeah. it a little harder for Corey made a little, uh, given Darrell, maybe a little more chance on the endurance and strength side. Um, I don't know. I would have thought like yeah. increasing, increasing the tension of the rope by three times, as TJ said, wouldn't you have to shorten it? It seemed very long. So. Yeah, it did seem very long. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Again, the editing, there was lots of slow-mo, lots of running. I was thinking Corey looked like Willie Mays Hayes from for you Major League fans. Um, he was just booking it and uh, made it seem like he just got there quicker because Darrell did get pulled back on that first one. Yeah. And had a very, a very what the fuck is going on look on his face as he was flying <laughs> backwards. Yeah. Uh, the second one was a lot closer, but 
still not I mean, that still close. Seems, <laughs> still seems like Corey had a lot more room to run than uh, Darrell did, but Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Corey just absolutely destroyed yeah. this, and it was all speed. It was all Corey's speed. It had almost nothing to do with Corey's strength or endurance. It was just he got there way faster. Yeah. So yeah, this this was ridiculous. Like yeah. Seth said, Corey's new challenging name should be Flash. Yeah. George says Corey outran Darrell on Dirty Thirty when Corey sent Darrell into the Redemption House. I remember that. Yeah, the, that's yeah. Dirty Thirty started with a purge. Um, oh. Poor, poor Darrell got purged and never, never made yep. it back. Never saw that house. Yeah. Uh, so Corey wins. Um, he's obviously very happy. Uh, Amber's pretty, pretty bummed. She's crying. She's very sad to see Darrell go. Although she doesn't know if Darrell won, he was dumping her to the curb. So, <laughs> right. Seth said, is this the most impressive thing Corey's ever done in his challenge career? I don't know. He was in a couple finals, and he did relatively well in those. Mm-hmm. He obviously didn't win, but I don't know. This was very impressive. The Darrell, is, like, you know, going into this, I didn't know who I was rooting for. I liked them both a yeah. lot. Um, and I didn't know who I thought was going to win. And Corey just fucking destroyed Darrell. Uh, who is really yeah. good. So I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. it was impressive. Yeah. Amanda was sitting here. She said, I don't want to see Darrell go home, but I want Corey to win. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. That's kind of how smoke show. So, yep. That's kind of how I am with the whole house. I really like them all. I want them all to win. I have no idea who to root for anymore. Um, so Not fessy. Yeah, I guess Fessy is one that I don't want to win, and I don't give a shit about Amber. And everybody else, I really want to see them do well. Yeah. Uh, Nani, I could care less about. You only, you only want her to win because you, you've, you've backed that horse, and now you can't give up. I want my I told you so moment to you, Wolfers. Yep, <laughs> I, I right. sure do. Um, so Big T says, hey, I'm Corey's good luck charm. He broke his curse. He uh, didn't lose a partner, and he didn't go home. Mm-hmm. Um, so Corey gets to pick. Who's his new partner? Cam. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's at least respectful to Big T. Just like, I got to do what I got to do. And he basically tells her, I want a partner with a gold skull so that I don't have to uh, help her get one. Yep. You know what I mean? I think that's a fine excuse. It's just like, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, she's already got a gold skull that eases my stress of trying to figure out what, what the fuck is going on. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Cam. And yep. me and Amanda were like, I think this is actually a really good team up because they're both really good physically and Corey fucking sucks at puzzles. So <laughs> yep. Cam could take that over and be perfectly happy with that section yep. for herself. Yep, I think yeah. it's a good uh, it's a good team up, and we saw Corey do this the right way. I don't think Big T holds any grudges. She's yep. she's fine with this move from Corey uh, versus the wrong way of how CT did the same thing, abandoning uh, Big T for mm-hmm. Cam. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a lesson in right way versus wrong way for everybody. Yep. Speaking of which, this leaves CT without a partner, so now he's got a choice: Amber or Big T. Mm-hmm. And he uh, kind of throws it out to Big T. Do you want to get the team back together? 
think we could do this. And you can see she has a moment of like, oh God, on her face. Yeah. But she's like, okay. So then he comes down and he seems to be trying to make up for being an idiot and getting rid of her. So. Yep. We'll yep. See. I, I thought this was a great sort of reunion. Uh, Big T says like, maybe she'll drop her grudge against CT. Yeah. And we've seen CT, the, the two episodes that they've not been partners, CT has said on both, like, oh, shit, maybe I made the bad, maybe I made the wrong call here. So, um, yeah, I hope CT can help Big T get her gold school. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and as we're wrapping up, TJ tells everybody, you never know what's going on. Nobody's made it to the final yet. And everybody's like, what the fuck does that mean? And then TJ does this turn and walk out of the crater so we don't know we have no idea but we're down to 11 in the house uh amber's the rogue agent which actually puts amber in a pretty good spot so next episode will probably be a women's elimination day she is um she is safe so she's actually in a pretty good spot right now so we'll have to see how things go yeah uh Tim, do we have any reviews? Oh, buddy, you know we do. Please leave us reviews on uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. It really does help the show a lot. Um, A bunch of numbers and letters says five star review. Friends and fun. Just started listening to uh, for this season of challenge as I started listening to podcasts during the pandemic. Tried a few challenge podcasts. And this one is a keeper. Wolfie always has me cracking up. uh, And I could go... Uh, I could really go for an entire episode with special guest, quote, Josh. Oh, no. Nobody needs that. (laughs) I will Uh, never leave. There you go. Sweet tea is usually who I agree with the most, and Amanda steers the ship. Plus, I like that she is always pulling for Darrell because he's the best and gives the best interviews. Keep on trucking. Looking forward to the rest of the season and the OGs, too. Yeah. So sorry that Darrell got booted this episode, but he will be back for OGs and you will hear us talk more about him. Yeah. Uh, Nick blesses says he is seriously concerned. Five-star review says, love the podcast, particularly the way you deal with the haters without Josh to bash. How will you feel the time? (laughs) Actually, I don't care. Happy. He has gone. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I will never leave. I'm always present in your heart. And Challenge Mon says, the pod, five-star review. I really enjoy the podcast because this is my favorite show on television. I've seen every season that's online five to six times each. Jesus Christ, that's more than me. But I don't understand why they complain about the length of the season and the episodes. We watch the show because we love it and the personalities. I don't get why they want less content to talk about. Uh, Yeah, we can talk about this. Still getting a five-star review, though, because anything less would be a duh Josh move. We don't like the longer episodes because they don't fill it with interesting content. Mm -hmm. It's literally all filler. It's not not anything that's needed. Uh, Back when the show was an hour, I feel like we got everything we needed in a nice, tight hour. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, you know, fuck. We're, We're stuck with a bunch of needless whining and drama that is pointless. Yep. So So I think that uh, is all true. And I would second all of that. I will also add that uh, exclusively to us podcasters who have to deal with this shit, 
an extra half hour on each episode means an extra hour and 20 minutes or something <laughs> of podcasting. And so it turns a night that, you know, I don't know. When we started yeah. this podcast and it was an hour, it's like we would watch the episode. We'd bullshit for 20 minutes. We'd do an hour long podcast and we were done. Now yeah. it's like now it's like four or five hours, man. It's all night. It's like the whole evening of one day. And I got yep. kids and I got other shit to do. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yep. Stuff for the podcast starts at seven, usually ends about 11. So, yeah. And it's 19 fucking weeks. If it was 10 or 12 weeks, it's like, all right, we can do this for two, three months. 19 weeks yeah. is a fucking half year, <laughs> man. It is a long time. And, uh, yeah. So, so from the podcast perspective, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of draining. But well, we persevere for all of you for just for you listeners. We love you all. Yeah. Any other reviews or is that it? That's it. Oh yeah. Thanks everybody. Head over to challengepod.com. Find a link where you can leave us an iTunes slash Apple podcast review. Um, leave us a nice five stars and tell all the haters that left us like one star reviews. They can go to hell. Yeah, I'm bracing myself for negative ones this week. Can't wait, yeah. guys. Let's hear them. Exactly. George says we should move to California. We start watching at 5 p.m. That'd be better. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Can we crash on your couch while we're waiting, looking for places to live and shit? So they don't delay it for, like, a West Coast feed? Are you, George? Or are you one of those people that have, like, secret internet ways of watching stuff when it's actually airing? Who knows? Um. Yeah, challengepod.com. Join the Facebook group. I let a couple people into the Facebook group while we were recording. So people, people banging down the door to get into this Facebook group. <laughs> it's amazing. It's happening. Give Zuckerberg all your information. <laughs> right. Uh, George says he has direct TV, so I, I, I guess that means he watches it at five. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Also, join our Patreon. Uh, like we've mentioned, if everybody who downloads this episode donated $2, $24 a year, um, you, can, uh, you, can, you can keep me independently employed to do challenge stuff 24-7. I will be your go-to, go-to guy for challenge information. <laughs> so please give me money. Um, this probably won't actually happen, but <laughs> I mean, if suddenly tomorrow we, we had like 5,000 subscribers, sure. Why that'd, not? That'd be sweet. Would be sweet. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks for, uh, listening. George says, if you get your vaccine, you can stay here. Didn't you get your first shot? I did brother. Thank you for the tip. Uh, yeah. based on the tip from the Wolfords, I did get my shot. So we, all four of us, including sometimes Hillary, are all vaccinated. We are all safe. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if we can uh, figure out what the fuck's going on with me starting soonish, yeah. Might be able to all record in the same space again. It'd be amazing. Let's yeah, do so it. Maybe, maybe OGs will be uh, being everybody together type of show. That'd be awesome. I would love that. So, we'll figure it out. Uh, Seth says, oh, thank God. You couldn't imagine losing sweet tea. <laughs> uh, I do need my second shot, George. Yes, but yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm pretty okay. I, like, I feel like the, the first shot prevents hospitalizations and deaths, right? Like, I'm good. I don't even need the second one. As long as I don't die from it, I'm okay getting sick. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, at least wants to know what the tip is. Oh, uh, shot. dot com. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know where you I live, at least in Peoria. Heard, it's, uh, uh, it's Hy-Vee. I had heard from somebody that after midnight is when they drop their new uh, appointments. Yeah. And so I went on there and I was like, oh, shit, I can get in like two days from now. So I just made an appointment, went in, got the shot. Yep. And then uh, when uh, they, when you sign for your first shot, you set your appointment for the second shot. So it all gets taken care of all at once. Yep. Went in. Which one, which, uh, which high V did you go to? Uh, Sheridan. Yeah, that's the one I went to. Yeah. They line you up like cattle. Some dude comes by with a big bucket of syringes, just boop, 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 boop. Yep, stuck all us right, in the big room. There's there was probably 30 of us or something like that. And uh, yeah, he just went, shoop, doop, 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 doop. Yeah, he, he hit all of us in <laughs> less than two minutes easy. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I had to sit there for 20 minutes. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they print up your shit, and then they're like, all right, you're fine. Get the fuck out. Nobody had a seizure. Yep, so, you're good. Yep. Good. Uh yeah. So check your uh if you have a local local uh grocery store that has a pharmacy in it, hit up their website, especially after midnight. <laughs> see if they drop some new appointments. Yep. You can get in. Pfizer or Moderna. Uh, I got the Moderna. I'm assuming you got the same. Same, yeah. Yep. He'll got the Pfizer, I think. Do you have any uh did you have any uh side effects? Uh, I don't think so. I think um, I was like very hyper aware of how I was feeling, uh, which made me, I don't know. I'm tired all the time. You know, I got two kids and so I'm just like fucking tired all the time. So I was maybe like a little extra tired, but I think I was just like, just cause I was thinking about how tired I was, you know? Yeah. I had a sore arm for a couple of days and that was it. Yeah. My arm didn't hurt. I, I, I don't, I don't think it did anything to me. I think I was, I think I was just sort of more aware of myself. Is <laughs> oh, it a placebo? I think so. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine got it and she, she like had felt like she had full blown COVID for like a week. Hill got that on her second shot. Her second shot was worse. Yeah. You haven't had your Listen, second. Have you Wolfie? No, April 1st. All right. Mine's it. My second's April 12th. I think. So I'm afraid I'm going to get there and he's going to pull a syringe out and hit the plunger and like a little bang flag is going to come out of the, uh, <laughs> the thing. But like, aha, just a joke. Come back tomorrow. Yep. I'd be like, this is the worst, but I will see you tomorrow, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I've heard from almost everybody. The second shot in terms of side effects, the second shot is worse than the first. So, yeah. uh, bracing myself for that, but Let's see, Let's see how it goes. Um, all right. That's I it. I guess that's it. Um, like we said, challengepod.com. Head on over there. I guess for this episode of Challenged, this has been Brian. Uh, sweet tea. And also, chat room, hang out. We're doing an after show. Yeah, we are doing an after show. Um, and uh, I didn't really write down a quote, but I do remember Big T saying, When am I going to get my bloody gold skull? The challenge. 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 The challenge.